0: Listening Dog Media. 18 plus.
1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at champacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow
3: kept out by Seaman
1: a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a
0: magnificent save. Him. Like never before.
1: Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says. And today we're joined by a two-time Premier League winning goalkeeper who has four Golden Gloves to his name alongside 75 England caps and a Scottish Premiership title with his current club Celtic. Please welcome Joe Hart. How's life in Scotland? It's good. It's um,
3: it's pretty wild up here, but that's that's how I like it. Um, it's intense. Loads of games. You know, a great club to play for. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it.
1: How many um, how many derbies you played? Oh, I don't.
3: I think we did. Did we do? I think we did five last year. We've done one this year. Wow. We've done six already.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And- <laughs> so we did four in the league. One in the one in the semi final of the cup. Yeah, and then one so far this year. So
1: yeah, there's, there's plenty going on. Are they as special as everyone says? Because everybody says they talk about the Merseyside, the Manchester, the London, and then everybody says that the the Rangers Celtic one is like really special.
3: Look, I've I've, I've been fortunate to playing some really good ones, as you know, as you have. And I think I think it'll be unfair to compare because when I was a kid, well, when I was young, I played for Shrewsbury against Wrexham, and that was my life. That was I couldn't wait for it. You know, it was huge. And for, the, and for the amount of people that were in the stadium at that time, it was special. But um, but th- this one's big. It is big. It's exciting. It's you, you know you feel it living in the in the city that it's on everyone's lips and on everyone's minds, and it and it genuinely does play a part in people's weeks. So it's it's a great one to play in.
2: I keep seeing videos of you, Joe, in the last couple of weeks. Um, first of all, you got knocked out, and then I think you nearly knocked someone else out with a ball—one of the TV hosts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a the, the one where I the one where I went down. I'm quite good at taking a hit. And I was convinced that someone had, had walloped me. You probably haven't seen it, David. Yeah. And then I saw it back, and the guy—he literally taps me. But he must—he must have just caught me in the sweet spot. i you know, I had a little little bit of a, a little bit of a wobble. I, I wasn't out or anything like that. Obviously, for a, um, mm. you know, for the for the reasons of the yeah. concussion tests, I yeah. wasn't out cold. So everything was taken <laughs> care of. But he just 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 tapped me in a bit, and then the other one where um the goalkeeper coat You know, when you're warming up, David, and you. Yeah. And you kicking the ball to the goalie coach. Yeah. And the Champions League games, there's so many people around the pitch. There's people dotted everywhere. So anything <laughs> slightly miskewed is going to hit someone. <laughs> and I and I slightly miskewed one and, and I hit unfortunately hit a lady, but she took it well. It was good. It was yeah, it
1: was funny. I was just we, we were chatting this morning when when Lizzie was on and I said to her, I said, Oh my God. I said, I did that. So I was playing for Arsenal at Everton. And um and you know like when you get the balls and, and the They they want all the balls clearing off the pitch, getting ready for kickoff. So I've got the ball in my hands and I've half volley pinged it at the dugout. And I've seen it, and it's just like drifted off and it's just smite this guy straight in the face. And his glasses—I saw his glasses go everywhere—and I was like, "Oh my god!" But then after the game, after the game, the police came in. They went, um, "David, we've had a complaint that you deliberately tried to kick a ball at an Everton fan." I was like, you <laughs> what? I was like, "I wish I was so accurate." <laughs> yeah. That's that's honestly my feeling. Oh, but mate! It
3: was—I was, took a few people out, but they put nets behind the goal. Luckily, yeah. Now, but especially when I was warming another keeper up. You know, slight oh, miscue. And, no, and people aren't that. looking. Oh I know there one. are
1: glasses, drinks, every... <laughs> drinks. That's the one they come down, don't they? They're not even looking. They're and yeah. It goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, but I, I had to, the police said to me, they went, look, David, if you if you <laughs> pay for the guy's glasses, we'll just leave it as it is. I was like, oh, okay then. So I had to buy the guy a brand new face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's better than a night in I don't land, know whether man. it is a good story exactly. though, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been better idea than a night in the <laughs> Joe, I want to talk to you about, about City. Um, what what are you what your what are your thoughts on them at, at the moment because i know arsenal are top of the league and but city just look so good at the moment
3: yeah they really they're playing well um they, they you know they have done for for many years now they're a pretty well well oiled machine to the point of i think it it literally his squad of what 25 <laughs> it doesn't matter who plays and sometimes it yeah. doesn't actually matter what position they play uh, they've obviously now got They've gone to another level with the uh, with how Haaland started. Um it's exciting, but that league yeah. that league is just wild. It's a wild league. And I think, you know, you can't afford to slip up. And that league you will slip up. So mm. it's 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 a real fine balance and and you know, fair play to everyone involved.
1: Yeah, Now, I've I've always said that no matter how good you are, some stage through that season, you have a little wobble, don't you? You know, yeah, you, you do. Where you like, you'll draw a game or a couple of games that are unexpected. Even when you're on like an amazing run, like they are, um, there's always some point of the season where you have a little wobble, and um, you know, well, hopefully they have a big wobble and let Arsenal get somewhere near them. But um, <laughs> I, I, how, how, how impressed have you been with Harlan? Because I'm, I'm watching him, Joe, and I'm thinking like every finish he does is like proper. His runs are amazing, he- and yeah, I'm just so impressed with him. You know, he's the striker that I want to be. You know, <laughs> simple
3: as that. I'd, I'd love to be a striker. I'd love to score goals. And I love, you know, to have the pace and power and uh, the kind of poacher's instinct that he's got. Um, not only the instinct, but when he hits it, it stays hit. He, he, just, he just He's not really giving any chance to a, a goalkeeper. He's having to play well to get a touch, let alone save, yeah. you know, because his, yeah. his shot rate, his conversion ratio is frightening. You know, he's yeah. playing against the best he's been he's been in the Bundesliga where the standard of goalkeeper is high he's in the Champions League the standard of goalkeeping is ridiculous and he's in the Premier League where you know people's third choices are just to, are good enough to get in people's first 11 so yeah. you know he's doing it he's doing it on the big stage and, and fair play to him
1: yeah no, I've, I've been like so impressed and in- it's just, it's a joy to watch, you know, because like when you're telling, when you're trying to tell kids about being a striker, you know, they all just talk about the goals. But what I love about him the most is his runs, you know, he'll go in and then if it doesn't come, he'll come back out and then he'll go back in again, he'll make another run. And um, yeah, it's just, I just think it's brilliant to watch.
3: I don't know about you, but I, I'll always try and see it from a goalkeeper's angle. So I'll try and, you kind of break goals down and 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 try and be in that position and people aren't doing anything wrong the guy's just literally he, he's having to you know people are making good stops off him he could have probably five or six more uh, look at the weekend the, the southampton keeper had a decent game and yeah, <laughs> still conceded four what I chance have you got
1: yeah but that's what i love about what you've just said joe is about that when you see him score goals or you know i was the same when when i whenever i let a goal in i would always watch it on video and break it down and always think to myself, what else could I have done? Is that what you do? Do you watch a lot of the goals that you concede?
3: Yeah, I think, you, I think you've got to. I think, you know, obviously to be, at, to be at a level, you've got to take pride in what you do, um, and you've got to be able to kind of put things in the filing cabinet and, and move on. I think you've got to be really realistic. There's obviously hindsight puts you in a different position in the goal, puts you in a different position, whether you come to things or whether you don't. But if you can, especially if you, if you analyse it fresh, those there's reasons why you do everything you know and sometimes sometimes you make the wrong decision but there's a reason behind making that decision that puts you in the wrong place so i think you've got to be you've got to really kind of take in the human element of it and you know i have i've always taken the element you know i I know i'm not perfect I'm, i'm literally squeezing the best out of my abilities at every moment and i'm not i'm not afraid to say that so um I factor that in. Obviously, I don't want that to be the reason I let the goal in, but at the same time, oh, there's reasons for the movements. And you know, if you can, if you can see a pattern and put a stop to it, or something you can work on, or or you can speak to a defender or coach with, then then great. But if not, sometimes you've got to accept that people are going to beat you.
1: Yeah, no, but that's what I say. I say a lot to to our goalkeepers. I coach at Arsenal, like with the under 23s and the and the 21s and 18s, and you know, I always say to them, you know, whenever you let a goal in. Look at, have a look back at it, and just think to yourself. Even if you feel like you haven't done anything wrong, just look at it and just say, "Is there anything that I could have done differently?" You know, because you, you're always, you're never good enough. You're never too good because there's always a, a room for improvement. I feel.
3: No, I agree, especially especially at the age you're talking about. There, that's a, that's an age where you've got to see everything as an opportunity. A mistake is an opportunity. Uh, a good game is a great opportunity. A bad game, huge opportunity someone down the other end that you're physically watching and involved in with a game that you might be impressed with, an opportunity. Working with yourself, an opportunity. It's it's the time. And but that doesn't change. I'm I'm 35 now and we're playing a different style of football up here. And and that has made me feel so alive and so excited because I'm I'm learning again. I'm a student again. And there's no better feeling than
2: that. Moving on to England, Joe, with a with a World Cup in November how would you have felt about that, going and doing a World Cup? How would it have affected you as well at club level in terms of would you have been more exhausted having the World Cup at this time of the year than at the end of the summer?
3: Me personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't have skipped a beat because I think when you live in the career that we do, uh, the stuff that's asked of you, you've got a choice. You can moan about a schedule, you can think about... Um, you know, we've got a game that or, or you can think, Jesus, I've got the opportunity to play Champions League, first team football, play for England in a World Cup, like bring it on, keep coming, keep coming at me because I'm only in this game for so, a certain amount of time. And whilst I'm feeling good, I'll stand in that goal, I'll stand in that goal with my gloves on and, and represent
1: trust me mate when it's over it's over <laughs>
3: exactly and and don't get me wrong like i i know that that's however however far away it is it's it's certainly a lot closer to, to me finishing <laughs> than me than me starting again you know yeah. so i'm aware of that and yeah. and um but i've never changed I, i'm lucky you know david you've probably worked with many people who will go pfft you know, football's just a job to me. Football's not a job to me. I'd be playing football right now if I was a. If I was working in any other industry, I'd be playing football. I love going in goal, and I love playing the game.
1: I love that. Look, that's what. That's what I say to all the young goalkeepers as well. When when they come up to me, they say to me, "Oh, I, I like being in goal, but I, I like being a striker as well." And I'm like, "Well, if you're going to be a goalkeeper, you have got to love being a goalkeeper."
3: people probably have asked you for advice and people have asked me for advice and a parent will spring something on you and say look can you give some you don't know the you don't know who their son is you don't know the age of their son you don't know the ability of their son so I've stopped you know I used to cram my mind and think can I give one little bit of technicality and I think no I can't so the only thing I can offer is your son daughter if they want to go in goal they have to want to go in goal and love being in goal because if they don't Get them out of there because it's it's only a position you can play if you really want to be there and you love being there. Because anything other than that, it, you know, it's got potential to swallow you up. It's got potential to ruin your day, ruin your week. Um, but if you if you love being there, then you've got you've got a chance, in my opinion. But if you don't, get, get out of there quick.
1: How do you recover from a mistake? And what I used to say is, I used to say, well, as soon as you've made the mistake, then don't start thinking to yourself, I've got to go and make up for that mistake. Because as a goalkeeper, you might start going for a cross that's not yours because you want to try and prove you know and then I would say to them about you know even like your next catch, try and make sure that the catch is a good one, even if you're rolling the ball out or throwing the ball out, make sure it finds its target you know and then just start building brick by brick to get your confidence back what what sort of have you got anything that you do that that helps you?
3: Now at the age I am and the experience that I've got, I've I realise that I'm I'm being I'm not being put in goal because someone's doing me a favour. I'm being put in goal because you know I, a paid manager wants me in goal, a paid goalkeeper coach, um, and a club wants me in goal. Like I say, um, I certainly don't get too carried away when I make a good save or or have an amazing game. So why would I let one one small thing, good or bad, affect me either way? Um, you know like i said we're all human and we don't you know as a goalkeeper you don't it's not easy to just make a mistake and ultimately let the team down but it's not i, I always have the mindset of i'm not i'm i'm literally doing my best out here i've worked hard i've put myself in, in the position to be as best i can for the team and 99% of the time i'm at it so why would i let that 1% affect anything that i'm doing because i just feel that to be a, to be a, a top goalkeeper you know without Blowing smoke here. I loved you as a goalkeeper. I loved everything about you. You were England. You were <laughs> Arsenal. But I, but I loved you. As soon as your name was mentioned, it wasn't anything. It was yeah, you just safe. And I watched a, a documentary recently, the the, the Hundred Club on the Premier League, and that was everyone's feedback. They obviously rated you for what you could do, which was better than everyone else. But your stability and strength in the team is a is a huge part and something that that I love and would love to bring to the people around me. So but you know, in that in that career, that great career of yours, I'm sure there's been moments where you haven't been perfect, but the majority oh, yeah. of the time you are. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's not worry it,
1: about that. it wasn't all the time, but it was quite a lot of the time. Of but um, yeah, but I know I know what you mean because you know some some goalkeepers, you look at you look at like two different styles of goalkeepers they look at me and then look at, at Schmeichel. You know, that was yep. two totally different ways of being a goalie. And but they both worked, you know. My style was to to try and look laid back, to try and look calm, to to like try and pass that on to my defenders. Um, mm-hmm. even down to the point like when I made my save against Sheffield United, you know, I made this save, this like epic save, and I just get up and I've not even got a smile or anything on my face. You know, and when I watched it back, I was like thinking wow, <laughs> how come you're not jumping up and down? <laughs> well, what, what what a message to give. Like, yeah, I, I saved it. Let's get on with it, right? And that, yeah, exactly. You know, and I see some of the goalkeepers now, you know, even Aaron included, and I'm like, whoa, and Jordan. And I'm like, well, I might need to calm down a bit, guys. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I think that's, but, you know, as things, if, that seems to be the way, in, like that that wouldn't be the way that I, sometimes you can't get over an emotion at a last minute that wins the game, the emotion, but, it seems that's, that's a more the thing to do and let, let your emotions out and kind of be involved in the, in the crowd. But it's not personally you know, how I'd do it or you'd do it. But I think an important message as a goalkeeper is, as you just said with yourself and Pete like everyone is different. There's no mm. one way of doing things. Yeah. And if, as long as you're, you've got your way of doing it and you do it to the best you can, then go
1: for it. Yeah, no, totally.
0: Chumba No Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I want to talk about City as well, and you've got four golden gloves. I'm like so jealous. <laughs> 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 we never had a golden glove when I was playing. <laughs> yeah.
3: To, to, be, to be honest, they weren't a th- even when I was getting them. No one really like. It's only social media that now makes that thing. Like I'd yeah. be, I'd be told that I'd won it and I'd receive it. No one cared. It wasn't. But it's just now because in the history books. That's yeah. something it's so stat-driven. Yeah, that's true. It's a thing. I'll take it. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, at the time, it, it wasn't that. It was more, you know, like I'd imagine how you felt at the end of every season. It was whether you won the league or not. That's yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's what you that's what you put it on and yeah. like what you base it on. Yeah. It's it's nice to have those those accolades.
2: Do you like stats, Joe? Do you use them? What
3: What do you mean? Do I use them?
2: Do you use them going into a match? Are you Are you wanting stats? Are you wanting to know whether you're always going down to one side often producing a save with your right or distributing with your right hand side if you know that you're going to have someone press on press you are you are you wanting that information and obviously there's more and more like you say readily available now
3: no i don't really want any information on myself i suppose if i wanted any sort of stat it would be on an opposition um you know they're they're kind of chosen because people have ways of 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 building up and scoring goals and uh, a little bit more than they used to, than when I first started playing. So I suppose if I'm going to look for any stats, it would be that. But um, stats kind of are what they are. They are, they are, they do give you a certain amount of information. But I think when you're that involved in the game and your eye for the game, uh, I kind of rely on that more than I would would a stat at the moment. Did you ever get stats on penalty takers? Yeah, I'll try and I'll look at a tendency. Um, I'll look at how how they take it. Moments that they take it. But ultimately, I think you've got to, it's got to be that feeling there. And then I wouldn't be too robotic that I'm going this way no matter what
1: because things change, conditions change, penalty spots change, moments in the game change. I was the same. I always used to say, you know, and to be fair, we didn't have as much stats available in my time, but I would never like let a coach or anybody say to me, or oh, he always goes left, go left. I'll I'll be like, no, I'm doing it on my own. You know, I'm doing it on exactly what you've just said about the way that they run at the ball, the pressure in the game, is it in the last five minutes, whatever, because that really affects a player. You know, and but then the, the other thing is the good penalty takers, they change their sides. You know, and then by by studying them, then you might be able to get some sort of idea of to where they're going but um yeah you know sometimes i've seen people like they have even had it on their drinks bottles and stuff like that you know in and, and shootouts and I'm, I'm like thinking no i'd just rather i'd rather do it myself and what's weird as well i because i I was i was pretty decent at, at saving penalties it was only the other day about i think it was yesterday or the day before I saved three penalties against Millwall in a penalty shootout, which was 30 years ago. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, you were five, Joe. Good numbers, then. Good numbers. <laughs> yeah. I like to feel a little bit
3: young every now and again because in the changing room, I'm old. So.
1: Oh, mate. Did you say yeah. against Millwall? I got Millwall, killed by- less.
2: I was going to say, did you get dogs abused? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I got loads it was in he was in a shoot was in the shooters, even a cup competition but um yeah but I I was just going to say I was, I was interviewing Aaron last season when they played um, yeah. when they played Tottenham and afterwards and one of the guys said um, he said oh did you follow David's career and he went well, when did he retire he was like oh in 04 uh, he went I was 3 <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, what? <laughs> tell me about mate, honestly oh. I
3: feel that in the dressing room
1: yeah <laughs> but Talking about Man City and Aguero moment, how did that feel on the pitch, mate? Because there's a clip of you. As soon as he scores, there's a clip of everybody going mad and you're just like whizzing around all over the place.
3: That, that, was, um, that was a wild moment, I think. Um, you know, we were new. We were really new to it and we... we We almost messed it up. And and as a goalkeeper, you're kind of powerless because we were playing against a team that was, um, you know, QPR had to get a result to stay up. But then that kind of, I think they found out in about the 90-second minute that it didn't didn't matter whether they won, lost, or draw. And they were down to 10 men. They probably had three shots in the whole afternoon. I've obviously conceded two of them. And it was just a real, (laughs) it it was a really, a really empty feeling. It was, um, you know, I, I was almost like a fan, kind of, I watched a few people's faces in the stadium, and they were kind of going through the whole thing and thinking, "This might never happen. If we don't do it now, it might never happen." Um, which you, you know, everyone everyone looks on the on the downside of things when when they're struggling. Yeah. And I was helpless. So to see Kun do what he did and the boys build up and and score that goal, it was just a, it was a huge release. And I, I didn't quite I didn't quite process it. I was I was a bit kind of vacant for the next couple of days. I wasn't you know I was happy, but um, it, it took a lot out of me i didn't really know what how to feel because it was a feeling i'll probably never feel again it was um it was special but it was it was a bit of an out of body experience
1: <laughs> it looked it looked special honestly but like when because when, when you when you see it and the, the shots i recently saw that like the shots of like some of the fans like whacking their seats because they thought they'd lost the league and then that happened and then yeah what what a feeling that's that's got to be like that's so special like the last seconds of a game and you actually win the league with it it's just yeah it's just mind-blowing for me that <laughs> yeah it was
3: wild it was it was wild but it was um, it was kind of the it was kind of the life that we were living at that time we were new we were we were a big squad everything was just crash bang wallop new to the Champions yeah. League new to new to you know we won the FA Cup the year before everything was just new and it was just I was a kid. I was 24. I, like the whole world felt like I could take the world on. It was it was it was a mad part of my life, a great part, but um, geez, it was wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lindy touched about it earlier on, Joe, about um, England. What 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 do you think the chances are in the uh, in the World Cup coming up?
3: Yeah, look, I, I think we've definitely we've got a fight's chance. I don't, I've not I don't know enough about everyone else. Yeah. To kind of comment on it on on how everyone else is going to perform, but um, I think this group of players have proved that. Uh, when when the big moments come, that they're that they know what to do. Um, you know, it's it, it's a big moment. It's a it's a it's a big moment. It's a big opportunity. But um, yeah, look, they start well, and and the momentum's in in the right in the right areas. Um, England have got just as good a chance as any, I think.
1: Yeah. I've, just, I've always said, Joe, that I always want to be around. I want to be around when England win a World Cup or a European Championships because I feel that that's going to be one hell of a party. You know, we, we've both been involved in it. But, and we've both got 75 caps, by the way. The second highest I know, goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might have more clean sheets than me, though. <laughs> yeah, we played probably a lot more friendlies than you. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I'd, I want to be around when that party happens, and um, you know, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing time for England fans. Well, I'm,
3: I'm sure you feel the same as me. I'd, I'd, I'd love to have done something. Well, you did, obviously. The Euros, the '96 was special, but I'd, I'd yeah. love to have done something really special and uh Yeah, but I, I still shirt, but... feel like
1: that. Yeah, I still feel like that. You know, like we we actually won what was it, the tournoi or something, which was a tournament in France before the World Cup. And um, yep. you know that that was like as, as close as it got. You know, obviously it was semi-finals, but it was yeah. It's just you know something with England is going to be really special. You know, we saw with it with the girls in the, in the summer. You know how how people got behind that. You know, and I think that like with the men's team as well. It's just yeah. I've I've got everything crossed for this uh, for this World Cup in uh, in November. Even a bad tournament, you 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 go there and
3: you 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 are like your whole heart and souls into it, but it's just. It's such fine lines, such fine margins that yeah. um, you just need a few things to go your way because yeah. ultimately, most of the time, you're on a par, if not slightly. You know, the only thing you're going to be is slightly behind another team. England are always going to be on par with most. Um, you just need things to go your way.
2: How about Scotland, Joe? How about life there? Are you enjoying it?
3: Yeah, I am. Um, uh, it's, it's busy. It's busy. That's how, that's how I like my football. Um, I loved it when I was at City. And uh, then you know, I had a few years um, at Torino and West Ham and Burnley, where we w- it was kind of you know no Euro- European football, and you know that's not for everyone. That's not the life that everyone likes to live. But me, me personally, I like to be involved. I like I like European football. I like that excitement. Um, I've been I've been made very welcome here, which I really appreciate. It's a club that um, if you're a part of it and and people want you there, you feel you feel very welcome, and and I I love that. I love to give. I love to give that feeling uh, to the club, Matt, and to feel it back is is really special. So, um, yeah, it's it, like I say, it's busy.
1: There's a lot going on, but um, that's how I like it, and that's how I want to keep it. Lindsay, I'm, I'm glad when he reeled the teams off then where we'd been. He didn't say the, that other the North London team. <laughs> well, they have European football, so yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing you. Where was it? It was at the books, were not it? When we were playing, you were playing golf with Harry. And, yep, a, and a yep, couple yep. of the other lads there, and, uh, and me and Lee were we, we played like nine holes, and you were at the halfway house. And we, like I was walking up, and I was like, "Wow, Joe Hart's playing for Tottenham." Mm-hmm. I
3: know yeah, I, I, I randoms up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you still
3: playing golf? Yeah, loving it. It's been you know one that's it's great up here for that. Within an hour, yeah, you can get to all sorts of unbelievable golfing venues and uh, met some really cool people as well through it so that's been a, been a good part of me being yeah, up yeah I, I,
1: was, I was texting you in because I played up at Lot Lomond recently in uh, Lee Dixon's uh, charity game and that was we'll have to get you on that next year mate because that's Lot Lomond's a special place in it yeah
3: really really cool Gaff I've, we've been there a few times and yeah it's, it's 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 awesome you know even even going over to the old course and things like that and uh, Kings Barnes the
1: other day and Turnberry, it's beautiful. Nice, brilliant. Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me, genuinely. Cheers, Joe. Don't forget, you can watch all our interviews with Legends of the Game over on our YouTube channel. Just search for Seaman Says and subscribe. This is a Listening Dog Media Production.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: 18 plus. 18 plus.